Um, so, <laughs> and speaking of movies without sauce, uh, let's get into our next review here, a movie that all of us have seen, and it's going to be for the film Argyle. Uh, I am happy that this movie finally released, and it's mm -hmm. out in theaters. Why? Not because stop. I'm excited. So See we it. can stop seeing the fucking trailer. Because I've seen this trailer almost in front of every movie I've gone to oh see this year, last year, <laughs> like going into the theaters, like this trailer's been playing, so they've been marketing this shit heavy. Uh, with this movie. So what is Argyle about? So Argyle, you have Bryce Dallas Howard who plays Ellie Conway. Ellie Conway, who is a uh, writer, reclusive writer. And she writes a series of trash. Uh, well, I don't know if, uh, I mean, I guess she's pretty successful. I don't know if they really mm -hmm. say they're trash in the movie, but yeah, it seems fair, like they're, they're, they're trashy. Fairly, they're kind of, they're kind of on the same level of like a, of airport like novels. A, yeah. Like yes. a Jack Reacher book. Like who's the dude mm. that does all those like what's his name James Patterson? Oh, James Patterson. Like yeah. kind of like I guess something like that. Mm. Like she writes kind of those espionage type books there, um, and turns out that a lot of her books that she's writing <laughs> mirror what's going on in the real world, what's actually happening, you know, real life events. And you know, she does have a spy that you know comes to her, and that of Sam Rockwell, who plays Aiden in this. Um, who goes like, hey, you know, we need you to write the next chapter of your book because she's having writer's block right now because, hey, it turns out a lot of these guesses that happen in your book turn out to be right. They turn out to be correct. So, you know, you have people hunting you that want to know the, the next chapter of your book mm -hmm. and get more information there. Um, so, yeah, um, globetrotting spy type adventure that you have here with this, um, you know, very much, you know, think of a lot of movies like Romancing the Stone, for instance, you know, mousy kind of woman teams up with kind of like a badass, mm -hmm. you know, macho kind of figure here, like Sam Rockwell is. Um, also, it, you know, this being a spy espionage movie also takes plots and themes from other spy movies, like most, mm -hmm. you know, Born Identity, you'll see in here, you'll see mm -hmm. that. Um, Night and Day is something you'll see in this movie yeah. as well. Yeah. Night and Day. Yeah, Night and Day is probably the, the biggest... Uh, the biggest comparison that I have to this movie, except, uh, you know what? Night and day was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise and Cameron Diaz actually had chemistry and it was kind of fun. And Tom Cruise would just give you that smile and mm -hmm. flip on a dime. And it was, it was really fun. It played, yeah. it knew it was oh. being playful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I posted a review of this movie on my TikTok, which uh, check it out, TikTok and Instagram, all that at night and day, Nick. And I was needless to say, I did not have a good time with this movie. It reminded me so much of those kinds of like very like cheeky, very tongue in cheek spy action movies that uh, you know, Matthew Vaughn is actually really good at making like uh, stuff like Kick-Ass or stuff like uh, X-Men First Class that is playing, hearkening a lot to kind of the Roger Moore era Bond or even the first Kingsman movie, which that is one of the best action movies of the 2010s. Mm -hmm. And seeing this, it is making me question every single movie of his that I have liked in the past. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Dust? Uh... I'm kind of right there with you, actually. <laughs> uh, I I said uh, once upon a time I called myself a Matthew Vaughn fan. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I liked Lockstock. Yeah, I like Barrel. it. It's like, yeah, match was yeah. fun. He didn't direct Lockstock, but uh, yeah, yeah, he was a he he was a writer and a producer on that. He helped write Snatch. He directed uh, yeah, the guy, first he kick. Guy, he, guy he directed the first snatch. kick. 
yeah, directed the first Kick-Ass, which, yeah. holy shit, you made a Mark Millar book actually, like, tolerable. Yes, and then he did the, and then he worked <laughs> Again, with Kingsman. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then he did, he did X-Men First Class. I love X-Men First yeah. Class. And except so, that one lo- except that one little plot point that I'm sure, sure. was a studio note. <laughs> yeah, basically. And a few other things. But yeah, and then I actually really enjoy Kings from the Secret Service, except sort of kind of the end. It gets a little wobbly, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy it all the way through. It's it's good. It's uh, and then and then every single thing he's made since then, I've been like, what are you doing? It yeah. it it's a down it's a downward slope of a once very promising, talented director that should go into history books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, with this movie, and you you know, may look at the trailer, and then you're like, man, all star cast. You know, what I oh mean? yeah, Emil Jackson. You got Bryce Dallas Howard. You got Sam Rockwell. You got John Cena. You got Henry Cavill. You got um Ariana Brian. De- Cr- yeah, Oscar winner Ariana DeBose, John Cena, Brian Cranston is in here. Um, you know, but a lot of these people are just basically it's extended cameos uh because a lot of stuff with henry cavill and john cena yeah they are they are in it for a total of five minutes you know because they do this thing where you know she kind of goes back and forth between her like writer vision yeah she's kind of yeah it's like during fight scenes it'll cut in between where the sam rockwell and henry cavill who is kind of like the spy persona that she has made up yeah, she's the he's the main character in her series of books. This and then John Cena is is his like IT you know uh, mm. a man his, in the, his his sidekick his sidekick the man in the chair type thing. There, I'm surprised actually. There's one scene when they're in the van. I'm like, I'm surprised they got their two big asses in that van. <laughs> uh, I was surprised. I was like, That's some CGI for your ass right there. Yeah, yeah, the real the real hero of this movie is the tailor for Henry Cavill because that jacket was about to rip apart every time he moved. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and the same thing kind of with Ariana DeBoy. I mean, they're only in the movie for a little bit, and that's also the same thing with like Dua Lipa, who you know she's in this. This is more yeah, of like an extended all movie. all over the marketing. Five minutes in. Yeah. Um. So if you're expecting to see a lot of them, you won't get a lot of them in this. Um. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what you're expecting. So they kind of I think waste them. That's also another thing. Really waste of talent that you have here in this movie. And Matthew Vaughn as a director. Um, you know, I think he's got still got more hits than misses. I think, you know, I like what he did with Kick-Ass. I like what he did with Kingsman Secret Service. Um, I like what he did X-Men First Class. I think X-Men First Class is maybe top three best X-Men movie there. Some people consider it maybe top one, uh, the, the best one. Um, he also did Layer Cake with Daniel Craig, which was one of his very first things, which I really like quite a bit. Um, then I think the only ones I really dislike is, uh, the Kingsman 2. I don't like that one. The and King's, the king's man is kind of in that same camp of just baffling yeah. but there are some really cool stuff in it yeah um the king's man i don't dislike as much as kingsman 2 mm-hmm. i think it's better than kingsman 2 but i i still think it's like eh, it's okay it's it's all right it, uh saved by ralph fines and mm-hmm. the rasputin fight yeah oh. And also like the silent fight in the trench in yeah. the trench warfare where both sides are trying to not like shoot their guns off. Yeah. Yeah. And you bring up the, you know, Rasputin fight. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, also a thing about, you know, Matthew Vaughn movies is mm-hmm. he's going to create a really fun action scene. Even mm-hmm. if the movie is not even that good, it, it's going to yeah, be fun. Yeah. He, he was a very frequent col- collaborator with the. Uh, with the, the the late great Brad Allen, and a lot of that influence is felt in a lot of his action scenes. 
because yeah. Brad Allen was a part was the first Westerner to be a part of the Jackie Chan stunt team. So he uses a lot of that style in crafting fights. Yeah, the creativity here of like mixing the dance moves with that, like this was really fun. It was really inventive. Um, it's just that now when you see, because he tries to do a lot of the same things here in Argyle of like setting the action sequences to music, which I won't say that's all on Matthew. I mean, people have been doing that in action movies. <laughs> they do that a lot, set action sequences to music and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. But it just doesn't have the same, I don't think, punch as it does in his other things. Or in the action sequences here, I don't think, or that's not even going to save this movie. Uh, Dust, what, do you, what did you think about Argyle? Uh... I've always like the lead character is played by Bryce Dallas Howard, and I've I've always liked Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm -hmm. I've liked her all the way back. Way we're going way back to one of her first appearances when the M Night Shyamalan The Village, which Ooh. despite all those flaws, I still is a somewhat enjoyable movie. Despite unfortunately knowing mm -hmm. what the twist is, it it's is, less enjoyable. Yeah, The Village is fascinating because it's a great movie if you take out the twist. Yeah. Yeah, once you kind of know that, it loses a lot of its power. But I think she did a great a job. Try all of it. Yeah, but that being said, I've always liked her, and they kind of dress her up, you know, try to do the best to dress her up as frumpy. But I think she still does kind of a cute job as being this as mousy character, mm -hmm. and then slowly this adventure. And it's it's has Sam Rockwell. I mean, I've always loved Sam Rockwell, so mm -hmm. he's just a great actor in general. But these two just cannot save a just not very well written movie and a not very well mm -hmm. done movie. And that CGI cat, man. <laughs> I already don't like cats. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, just carrying around in the backpack, which I've seen. It happens yeah. more than you think. Dude, I lived in Japan. Those were like very commonplace. Yeah, everywhere. I thought... <laughs> that the cat i mean as big as it's being featured i thought the cat was like gonna play a role in the story like the cat on his collar was gonna have like i a thought year. it was gonna the cat, be argyle the cat, the cat was the real agent argyle. i thought it was actually i thought the cat was gonna be <laughs> the agent is the actual spy and they were using something yeah. huge i was yeah. thinking too much i was thinking too hard you know what it wouldn't have been any dumber than anything that happened in this movie yeah yeah this this movie is uh the uh, script is all over the place it's very it's simple it, it, but yet convoluted yeah and and we'll get into this when we get to to the later thing that we talk about and you can have uh it's like sometimes in a film especially one with th this kind of like very hyper stylized visual sometimes a simplicity is the best route to go because when you have keep your story simple you can play around more with the visuals you can play more around more with character but this movie, it has so many twists and turns that when, if you stop to think about it for longer than three seconds, your brain is going to explode. Mm. Yeah. And I was just sitting in the theater just completely baffled. I was like, the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Matthew Vaughn, it seems like, you know, what was good about the first Kingsman movie was that it was kind of harkening back mm -hmm. to the old school kind of Bond movies. Mm -hmm. It combined kind of the dumber elements of Bond and then the cooler elements of Bond and kind of put mm -hmm. it together in a nice yeah, package. It, it, uh, it felt it felt like a Roger Moore era Bond movie from a director who also wanted to get down and dirty in the gutter a little bit. 
Um, so I very much, you know, I very much appreciated that and had a good amount of fun in it. And I think he hasn't been able to replicate that again um, in things like even Kingsman 2 and then The Kingsman, which is not really trying to be like the other kind of Kingsman movies, mm-hmm. trying to be a little bit more serious there, I guess, in a sense. Or, well, not as serious, but um, it's, it has a different vibe in, a little bit than the other ones. And then even with this movie, Argyle, it's kind of also trying to have that and just misses the mark badly. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the, the writing is really not good at all mm-hmm. in this. And it's not funny. The chemistry between Sam Rockwell, who I love Sam Rockwell as well. I think he's a great actor. I love to see him and stuff between him and Dice, Bryce Dallas Howard. It's just not there. Um, yeah. It's just not there. And you need that, especially for a movie <laughs> like this, if you're going to have them, you know, palling around for the most of the movie. Uh, Raymond Ventura said, I like the first Kingsman, but even uh, that felt a little derivative of Kick-Ass to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you see his bag of tricks. I mean, I think with yeah. Matthew Vaughn, you, you do see kind of his you, bag of you, tricks, what he does. You see the bag of tricks, but he used to be able to be very good at that bag of tricks. Mm. You know, uh, even something like in Kingsman 2, the same thing. You know, a fight scene here, but it's in the prince's let's go crazy. But this fight scene is really good. It's a really good yeah, fight it, scene. It's, yeah, it's well choreographed. It's incredibly well shot. No way are you dead. Yeah. And it's constantly escalating. Yeah. And I don't feel like there's nothing in Argyle that even comes close to this, um, which is which is a shame. Um, and they try to do that, you know, like you may be seeing the trailer. There's a scene where it's like all these like um, smoke grenades that go mm-hmm. off and they shoot it. It's like that doesn't really look all that good. It, yeah, uh, it, it looks awful. Yeah. And this is kind of a very common thing because I think this movie was... It, it was produced by Apple Original Films, and I think it was supposed to go straight there, but uh, Vaughn secured a theatrical release for it. And you can tell. Yeah, and this budget on this, $200 million. Don't know where all that... I guess that just must have been went to the talent to get everybody in here to show up, because I was like, it's not... Talent, it's not in the, certain areas, CGI shots. It's not in the look of the movie, because when they go to these <laughs> globe-trotting destinations, like they go to... Be- you know, London. It's kind, it's, like, it's kind of amazing that uh, Expendables Four looks better than this. But, no, um, I wouldn't say uh, that. I wouldn't say that. Uh, sorry. Yep, I threw up. In take my that mouth. out. You'll take out those words out of your mouth. I, I yeah, I threw up part. in my mouth a little as I was saying it. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I would. I wouldn't say that, but I don't think <laughs> that looks that bad. But it is like they go to the because part of like a spy movie is you get to go to these locations mm-hmm. and see like, hey, it's London and Paris and. Uh, and you get to go to Greece and you get to go to Italy or, you know, that's part of the fun of it. And if it's just like a lot of times they say these destinations, like, OK, it's just a green screen background. That's what yeah, it's, you're, really... you're literally just shooting on the volume. Yeah, right uh, that's that's pretty much it. Um, is there anything really that enjoyable about it to you guys or. Anything at all? Um. Nothing, nothing, does. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I've seen them in better movies, I've seen better movies, I've seen the premise. If I wanted to watch the premise of a spy who or an author who gets into misadventures and deals with stuff, I'll go and watch Castle, Shit. Castle. or or even a movie that that this is kind of reminding of the lost city with uh, yes, Andrew yes. Bullock and uh, Channing Tatum, which is was actually fairly charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to mention Lost City was a big surprise. That was kind of like a big surprise. <laughs> Lost City, Night and Day. Yeah, and but this actually had you had good chemistry between Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and Channing Tatum. Yeah. 
that worked really well. This was and the writing of it was funny. You had some really good mm-hmm. funny moments in here that worked. And this kind of yeah, it had a similar premise. Yeah. And author. you had a you had a villain who was kind of pathetic, but also that feebleness kind of made him all the more threatening. And Brian Cranston is is not that here. Yeah, he's just bad guy. He's just generic bad guy. Like all this, this movie. This, feel, this feels like a role he would have taken prior to breaking bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no depth. There's no complexity there. There's I mean, it's not even really even funny in like him being a bad guy or any like fun lines. It's just kind of like he's just barking orders. He's just bad guy. That's it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is a lame duck of a movie. I, I mean, that's all it is. I can see why it was originally kind of pitched to go to streaming. Maybe they decided to go against that because they're like, well, hey, we got big name talent. We got it's like Henry Cavill. Yeah. Wait, wait, do a Lipa's album just hit platinum? Put it in theaters. Yeah. Um, and she's yeah, like I said, she's only she's, in the first in there. Um, and they don't even use the same song from the trailer that's in the movie. <laughs> they use a totally yeah. different song in it, which I like that David Bowie song. It's Let's Dance mm-hmm. by Bowie. Yeah, Let's Dance is a great classic. Hey, the rights to that is expensive, and they do that. That's where the two hundred million dollars went. That oh, was Lord. just to buy the rights for the trailer song. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, anything really that good about? I mean, the action scenes. I think at least I was like, well, I'm not hearing good things, but at least with uh, Matthew Vaughn, I'm gonna get some fun action scenes, right? No. I mean that's not even really that good. And <laughs> the this, sauce is gone. Um, you know, so that's not even all that good. Uh the characters aren't that fun in this. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, I just kind of would give it a skip it. Mm. That's it for it. Um, on teetering on kind of maybe a burn it for me. Mm. Damn. Uh what about you, uh, Nick? Oh, so like I said before, I was a huge fan of Matthew Vaughn off of a lot of his earlier films, stuff like uh, Layer Cake, uh, X-Men First Class, Kick-Ass, uh, Kingsman, which is one of my favorite uh, spy action movies of the 2010s. And to be the guy responsible for those movies, and then to come out with Argyle, a movie that is so lacking in any sense of fun or intrigue or even intentional campiness or any semblance of sauce it's kind of incredible and i would have been more forgiving of this film if not for the very final moments of it to which i i had to fight back the urge (laughs) to yell at my theater screen oh fuck you Mm. Uh... yeah i cannot think of a single thing i liked about this movie this it always angers me when it feels like a movie is wasting my time. And I'm, that is what I'm giving you this. This was a waste of film for me. Wow. It's kind of amazing that I've already found two movies that are going to be on my worst of list in January. Damn. Waste of film. Wow. Uh, what about you? I, I didn't hate this movie. Like my man, Nick over here. <laughs> I, I didn't have, have it in me to hate it though. I understand. <laughs> oh, I understand. I, I just like didn't that, have it in my heart. You're like you're like that fucking Chris Rock bit of I'm not saying he should have killed her, but I understand. But I understand. Yeah, pretty much. But I get it. Uh yeah, there's just nothing here I haven't seen before. I mean, some of the actors and actresses I'm happy to see, but I've seen you in better stuff. You're not really given a lot of material. And as much as I love Sam Rockwell and Bryce Dallas Howard, they're just there's just a whole lot of nothing. 
it, uh, I mean, good for Sam Rockwell for getting into shape. Good, mm-hmm. good on him. But if I'm just going and, to... And props to Bryce Dallas Howard for appearing, you know, yeah. as her yeah. fine-ass self. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cute, cute as a button. But, yeah, man, I, if I'm going down to just, like, happy to see the actors get some work, we're, we're, we're down really <laughs> low. So... This is a pretty forgettable. Unfortunately, despite all this, I've seen better work by Matthew Matthew Vaughn. So I've seen better work by him. I'm disappointed at this work. I don't know if his hands were tied. I don't know if these were things that we were forced on him by Apple or whatever. But hey, uh, them's the breaks. Yeah, this is a this is below average. This mm. is definitely a skip it. I didn't hate it. And I usually say burn it for hate it. Like if I loathe something or I feel as if it is an insult to cinema itself, it's a burn it. Or if it just made me so angry, that's a burn it. This, nah. Now this this is a forgettable movie. Or else it would be if it wasn't for the ending. But even with that, I'm like, just skip it. I'm going to forget about you. Yeah. Until the end of the year when I have to make a list. <laughs> um, well, I mean, uh, we didn't like it, but uh, you know, we did have a person who did really enjoy it. Oh. Scott Mendel, uh Menzel, he lo- he loved it. Um, he said Argyle is a blast from start to finish. Matthew Vaughn ditches the blood and violence for color-filled action sequences instead. Henry Cavill is so damn charming and as is Sam this, Rockwell. This motherfucker got a pair of that Apple Vision Pro on his doorstep. Uh, but is yeah, it right incredible? Bryce Dallas Howard, who absolutely steals the show. Can we also talk about how refreshing it is to see a beautiful, curvy woman in a role like this? Argyle is <laughs> destined to become a cult classic and a great way to kick off 2023. Did Apple's dick taste this that is, good? This is like. This is like when James Gunn spent like the entire three months leading up to the release of The Flash just singing its praises that I'm guessing was a contractual obligation. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Scott, you got to say something. Get in there. <laughs> Look, so. we'll give you the next three iPhones for free. Ooh, three, three iPhones. <laughs> I won't do it. Fine, we'll give you the new VR headset. I'm in. Fuck. Yeah. I'm in, All sorry. right, I'm in. Ah, he, I'm in. I, Wow, that that was glazing hard. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I, I will agree about the one part in, of with beautiful curvy woman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Cur- that is the only thing I agree with. Sure, um, for a little thinner, but hey, man, um, they ain't nothing against thick. Yeah. About a little thickness, a little curves. Uh, no, I don't like curves. I don't coward. Like curves. Yeah. So, uh, waste of film from Nick, uh, skip it from Dusk, and a skip it from me as well for Argyle. <sighs> At least I never have to see that trailer again. Yeah. Yeah, it's be done. Yes, I, I'm officially launching the uh, Argyle trailer support group. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, we're, sure. <laughs> oh, uh, we're not, we're not going to say that. Yeah, we can't, we probably can't say that. We'll I, have to censor that. What I said, we can barely get away with. We're not going to say that. <laughs> Uh, Read it at your own risk. People. It wasn't fair to have gone like. Oh, what? <laughs> How am I going to segue into this? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's how Uncle Ben died. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what? Um, if Sony had their way with, with the way uh, 
with the way that the Spider-Man 2 kind of went, yeah, I bet you they would. They, they would have like, Uncle Ben died that way. <laughs> no, this is like, no, that would be a 2024 Sony decision. True. This, this was 2004, back when they couldn't fuck around with these superhero movies True. like that. 